Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Sportify. We have not been on in like a month and a half, two months, and just a lot of crazy things has been going on. I tell you what, a lot of crazy things have been going on in my life, but also the sports world. My team's just starting off being trash, of course, because <laughs> that is literally how everything's going in the, the sports world for me. Um, if I haven't mentioned before, I'm a Cubs fan, Packers fan, Blackhawks fan, Bulls fan. Um, obviously, my Chicago Bulls didn't make it past the first round against the Milwaukee Bucks. As expected, not going to lie, Milwaukee is a really good team. Um, but I was just hoping that the Chicago Bulls could pull off an impressive, impressive run with the team that they had. Um, but that's okay. I mean, there's always next year. I mean... That, that's what being a sports fan is all about. Sometimes you have to understand is when they don't have a good year, they can always come back stronger the next year, especially with the team they have. No doubt about it. Uh, let's see. Cubs. They had a nice hot start, but then have. They basically took a nosedive probably about, I want to say about two or three weeks ago. Uh, so the season started back on. What was it? April 7th. And, um, oh, it was wonderful. We faced the Milwaukee Brewers. First series out the gate. We faced the Milwaukee Brewers and took two out of three. So, like, we, it was supposed to be a weekend of four. It was supposed to be four games. But one of them got postponed due to inclement weather. So, we ended up just playing three games. But we still beat them two out of three. And that's, like, wonderful to start off the season. You're, you know, you start out your records, like, two and one. And you win your first uh, series of the season against your one of your biggest rivals right now. But ever since that series win, we have not, and I repeat, have not won a series since. So we have split series. So like, let's say we have a two game set. We'll win one, we'll lose one. So we split it. Or if we have a four game stretch, we have split it two and two but we have not won another series. So to recap what's been going on, we have a near brand new team. We have probably about three position players currently that are still, you know, they're, they're seasoned on the roster. Like Jason Hayward, we've had him since like 2014, 20, no, it's 2015, I believe. Um, Ian Happ, we've had since 2017. David Bodie, we've had since 2018. Uh, Nico Horner, 2019. So it's like there are some players out there that we have had for, you know, a handful of years. But basically the entire group is all brand new. Uh, Patrick Wisdom, we just uh, picked up and brought out last year. Uh, he's he's had a, a hit or miss season so far. Uh, it was a, how do I explain it? He basically started off really low to the ground. I mean, he went like 0 for 12 or whatever you want to say or what. And then all of a sudden he got a little bit of on a hitting tangent. Um, It's just, it's frustrating when you see a guy, you know, he has the power, you know, he has the power to hit the homers, to, to drive in runs, to be that clutch hitter. He's basically the guy that replaced um, Chris Bryant, because they took uh, he took over for Chris Bryant at third. 
But he did not only just replace Bryant, he also replaced uh, Kyle Schwarber, which Kyle Schwarber was the was the bomb hitter. You know, he would hit bombs. But now Kyle Schwarber is out there doing that for Philadelphia, and that breaks my heart. And now Chris Bryant is even doing that for Colorado, and that's it still breaks my heart. So let me give you an example. Like last night, right? So last night we were facing the San Diego Padres. Okay, good. San Diego's you know, about the same as we are. They're not doing that great either. But we got off a really nice good start on, what was it, uh, the first first game. Uh, was it today? Today's Wednesday. So on Monday night, we took our first win in like five or six games. It was wonderful. We won like six to nothing. Kyle, uh, Kyle Hendricks goes almost nine innings of strong work. And uh, it was shut out baseball. It was great. It was wonderful. Like, I actually felt really proud. I said, hell yeah. You know, you're, you know, the guys are coming out swinging, getting on base, getting those necessary clutch hits. And then last night, so last night, it starts off. San Diego gets two runs on the board pretty quick. I think bottom of the first inning, you know, they get, they get on the board right away. So they're already winning two to nothing. And it's like, man, so we already have to play from behind. But the imaginable happens. It was fantastic. Um, Alfonso Rivas, he's brand new to the team. I think we literally just brought him up, the, you know, this this season. You know, he was in our spring training and everything. This dude comes up to the plate and hits a two-run bomb to tie up the game. It's like that's the clutch hitting that we need. But then we literally the next half inning, we get, I think it was like the next half inning or the next inning in general, we give up that tie and give San Diego a three to two lead. And that's frustrating because it's like your pitcher is supposed to be able to go the distance. Your pitcher is supposed to yield as many runs as possible. I don't think it's the pitcher. I think it was the infield. Our infield defensively, not so good. I think we're abysmal at best. Uh, like I said, we're all I mean, these these are all young kids, so they get, these these kids have a lot to learn in the big leagues. So it's frustrating, and it's like, okay, well, we're down three to two again. And then I think it was like the next half inning or the next inning, we come back and we tie up the game on an error. It was like an error, like a throwing error, and it. it it allowed a run to score, so we tied the game up. Okay, perfect. Three to three, we're in this game. But then it was like bottom of the sixth inning. We give up all of these infield singles. And it's straight bullshit, by the way, just letting you know. The infield gave up probably three infield singles in a row. They're not getting the glove on the ball really good. They're not getting their footing down. So they're, you know, the throw is late. They're taking too much time trying to get set in that position. And that's very frustrating because three back-to-back-to-back infield singles to allow two, uh, at the time they allowed one run to score. And then that was to tie, that was to take the lead four to three. And then was it Manny Machado comes out and it's it's also another thing that's frustrating is that yes, Manny Machado, he's really good. I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. So when you got him up to plate on the um 
at the plate with like runners. It was like runners at first and third, two outs. And he comes up and hits a double right down the line. Very frustrating. And then he scores another run. He ends up at second, another runner at third. Still only two away, you know, still only two outs. You're supposed to get that last and final out, but you just, you can't. But then they finally got out of it, but they were still down five to three. The one thing that I'm going to say the most frustrating thing about this game, it was top of the ninth inning. The first two outs were very quick. So the first two batters were very quick. I kind of saw that coming and I'm like, okay, well, this is, this is it for us. I mean, we're probably going to lose this game. Come to find out. I think, what was it? Patrick wisdom hits a base hit, gets on base. It's like, all right, no, 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 no. It was say Suzuki. Say Suzuki initially started it off. By the way, can I just say how frustrated I am with Suzuki? Like he's, he's really great. But he he does he he's not being consistent at the plate anymore. When you saw him starting out the first like week, two weeks, three weeks of the season, man, the man was on fire. The man was getting walks, getting base hits, getting doubles, homers. Now he's been kind of dry. I think it's him settling in into the major league level because he was in the professionals over in Japan, but they played differently. I think he's starting to now getting settled in to different pitchers, to different pitch styles. And now I think he's going to be okay. But he's the one that initially started this rally. And I will say it was it was a rally. So what we had was very awesome. It was Suzuki on, you know, he gets a base hit. He's at first. Then it's Wilson Contreras. He's up. He gets hit by the pitch. So that puts two men on and two outs. We're still down by three, two runs. And then I think um, who hits some, oh no, it was Ian Happ. Ian Happ hits a base hit and gets an RBI, scores a run. And it's like, oh my God, we're only within one to tie. That's all we need. All we got to worry about is one to tie so that we can send it into extra innings. Or try to send it into extras because remember, you still have the bottom of the ninth and yada, 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 whatever. And then somebody else gets hit by the pitch. No, it was Patrick Wisdom. So Patrick Wisdom initially gets hit by the pitch. So now you have the bases loaded. Two outs. You're only down by one runner. Who comes up to, to the plate? Frank Schwindel. Now, mind you, he's had a miserable season. The man can't get on a roll. After last year, last year he was on fire. He was all over this year he's had a very very miserable start and that's upsetting because we don't need that right now we need these guys to get hot we need them to get hot get in sync and get going because the further we fall behind the longer it's going to take the more hard work it's going to take to get all the way back up to where we want to be and then guess what milwaukee's still going to keep on winning games that's the problem the more separation there is between Milwaukee and us, the worse it's going to be. But as of right now, I'm not even worried about winning the division. All I care about is getting a wild card spot. And if the Cubs can manage a wild card spot, we'll, we'll be in good hands. We'll be in good hands. 
Like, I don't care if it's against, like, Pittsburgh or if it's fucking against Philadelphia or fuck, fuck St. Louis. At this point, I don't care. As long as we hit the wild card, that means we will hit the postseason. That means that the projections for the Chicago Cubs were wrong all along because MLB and everyone, all these analysts prior to the season starting said that Chicago would not be a contender all because of last year. Last year was the nail, the final nail in the coffin for the last of our core team or for, for the biggest part of our core team for from that World Series 2016 year. We lost Kyle Schwarber, Anthony Rizzo, Javier Baez, Chris Bryant. Um, and then not to mention they, like the Ricketts family, Jed Hoyer, they gave up our entire bullpen, the bullpen that were winning us games. Craig Kimbrell, uh, what was his name? Uh, oh, God, I, I can't seem to think of his name. Um, Chafin, Andrew Chafin. Oh, talking about God tier. Talking about straight God tier. God tier. I mean, these guys, they were on a whole different level. And the bullpen we have now, some of them are good, but some of them are still brand new to the game. They, they need structure. They need discipline. They need to know that in these situations, like stressful situations, when it's a nail-biter, like one or two-run game, or even a tied ball game, don't give up any extra base hits. Don't give up any unnecessary outs. Because guess what's going to happen? You give up you give up back-to-back base hits and nobody out. Now they have, a cha- they have a runner in scoring position and an amazing chance to get on the board or to get a run in. That's what's frustrating. Anyway. Back to my story. What made me more pissed off was the simple fact that you had Frank Schwindel up there. Bases loaded, two outs, you're only down by a run. This man should have not have had Grand Slam on his mind. This man should have had base hit. Yeah, get on base any way you can. Don't think about the fences. Think about the just getting it, just, just getting a hit, just doing something. Getting on base, because guess what's going to happen? You get a little base hit, a little dribbler, or one that goes right down the line, that empties the fucking bases. That empties the bases. Let me tell you, that would matter more than getting a big grand slam at the last second. Because guess what happened? The man hit a nice good hit. We're talking about my announcer's. We're sitting there screaming. They're like, he just hit, you know, like like the it was a crack of the bat. And that ball went flying. Problem was, it is true. The Pacific air is a lot, lot more different than it would be at Wrigley. So at Wrigley, that would have been a grand slam. But in the on the on the on the West Coast in San Diego. Just shy of the wall. We're talking within inches of the wall. The outfielder caught it at the wall. The ball, if you probably watched the ball, the ball looked like it was about barely going to go over the wall. And if it did, that would have been that would have been Cubs lead eight to was it? Yeah, 
Cubs would have led eight to five, took it to the bottom of the ninth and tried to shut it out or try to, you know, get the win. But it didn't happen that way. That's 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 the problem. That's the way we all want it to end. But the problem is, is that the Cubs are finding it very, very difficult to get to scratch out wins, to get these clutch hits. That's what frustrated me about last night's game with the Cubs. Instead of thinking about base hit, score runner two, that way it actually gives us the best chance to win the game. You're thinking long ball. You're thinking over the fence. That's what every player thinks about. I get it. It's an amazing feeling. But guess what? That's not going to win games. Shooting for the fences. Guess what? That's either going to make you swing and miss and strike out or pop out. Do you realize how many flyouts happen because people are too busy aiming for those fences? They're looking for that perfect pitch when all you need is something, something to just go up the middle. Just go up the middle. I know it's easier said than done. I'm not a player, but still, it's frustrating because I'm a Cubs fan and I love them, but I just, it's like we've, we've lost a lot. We've only won 10 games while the Brewers are sitting here winning, what, almost 20? I mean, they're they're already the top dogs in the division, and the Dodgers have the best record. No, they don't. No, the Dodgers have the best uh, team ERA, which is ridiculous. But anyway, I need to not have my feelings in that. Anyway, moving forward, we do play the Padres once again tonight, or today, I should say. It's this afternoon. Um, I'm hoping we we scratch out a win so we win our first series since the opening series of the season. We need to start winning more games. If there are any Cubs fans out there, please, please be on my side. Let's say it all together, Cubs fans all over the place. We need to say, this is it. I mean, we got to stand. We've been loyal fans for many years. Yes. Did we finally get our World Series? Of course we did. But we want more. We don't want to be one and done. We want more. We want to be able to see our team succeed a lot further. Like, I don't care if we if we don't win the World Series every year. I don't care. I don't want to be like the New York Yankees that literally won almost every year back then, back in the day. But see, that's just my opinion. I would just love to uh, for us to, you know, actually have a above 500 season. Maybe hit a wild card game. Maybe even win the division. I just want to see our team do something more than only win 72 games. That's how they did last year. They won 72 games out of 162. Well below 500. We're talking about no way, Jose. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm glad I have this podcast so that I can really get out my frustrations and really talk about what's bothering me. And I hope I hope that, you know, it's frustrating people out there too. I hope I'm not the only fan in general. Anyway, so 
we'll see. We play the Padres again this afternoon, and then I think we go on to face oh, who are we facing? Oh, yeah, we go to Phoenix. So we're facing the Arizona Diamondbacks. And I guess I've heard something about these Diamondbacks that I guess I was totally uh, surprised. They have the second best team ERA right now. Their pitching is phenomenal. Almost elite. When last year, they lost over 100 games. But this year, Arizona is just all pitching and offense because they did they I think they crushed God, who are they playing last night they crushed them let's kind of go through the tallies at the moment you know I just I just can't believe it you know coming from an era of Arizona Diamondbacks I mean they were great 20 years ago when they first came to the league because they first came to the league in the late 90s I do remember that. And they won the World Series, I think, in 2001. They faced the Yankees. So, so get this. Get this. Actually, I want to just say something. Never mind. The Padres are actually quite good. They're not just as bad. They're quite good. They're 20 and 11. As the Cubs are 10 and 19, almost the exact opposite of what the Padres were. For some reason, people were telling me that the Padres were not as good as they were projected to be, like last year with Fernando Tatis and having you Darvish, which you Darvish should have just stayed with the Cubs. We needed him more than anything. We need him part of our Aces staff, but whatever. So right now we've got the Dodgers and the Pirates, bottom of the second, no score. So. You know, that game's just got underway. Uh, Blue Jays are up one nothing against the Yankees. How about that? Uh, I'm not a Yankees fan, but I do love some Anthony Rizzo, so got to give my boys some love. Hopefully they uh, scratch out a win. All right, this is good news to the Cubs' ears. The Reds are all over the Brewers right now, 4 to nothing, top of the second inning, and they're in Cincinnati. Let me tell you, Cincinnati, they're 6-24, and but lately they have won almost all of their games in the last week. So give it up to the Cincinnati Reds right now. Pummel those Brewers. Send Brewers packing. Guardians and White Sox start at 1, 1 10 p.m. Central. So if you are a fellow White Sox, if you're a White Sox fan, I totally feel your pain. Both Chicago baseball teams are not that great, but at least the White Sox are above 500, not going to lie. They're at 15 and 14. Like, holy crap. I didn't... The Guardians right now are 15 and 15. So with the, with their name change, it honestly didn't make a big difference with them. I They still have been kind of like the Cubs since 2016. 2016 was like their both teams' best years. And then after that, it was just nothing but... Uh, you got the Phillies and the Mariners at 2.40 p.m. Central. Uh, right now, Phillies are 13 and 17 with my boy Kyle Schwarber. They're under 500, so they, they've got some room for improvement, but they're not that far under. They're only four games under 500, so, but they're facing a team of a similar record. Seattle, wow. Seattle, 14 and 17, so under 500. Then you got the Marlins and the D-backs today at 2.40 p.m. Central. They have similar records, kind of. Marlins are 13 and 17, which... 
I really hope the Marlins one day actually do really good. I mean, the Marlins have been that team that they were good probably almost 20 years ago. I remember it was 2003, Florida Marlins, uh, they they pounced upon the on the Cubs. I remember that. Uh, the D-backs are 17 and 14. So in actuality, they're not amazing, but they're above 500. So uh, we've got the Rockies and the Giants at 2.45 p.m. Central. Rockies are 16 and 14, so they're... They're still above 500. Um, and then the Giants. Talk about talk about the Giants. 18 and 12. Six games above 500. Wow. Mets National, 6.05 p.m. Central. So whoever is out there wanting to watch the Mets become one of the, the best team in the MLB right now. They have the best record, 21 and 10. Who would have thought? New York Mets. <laughs> Who would have thought? Uh, the Nationals 10 and 21. So the Nationals are in the same boat as the Cubs. Now, ever since their World Series year, they have not been that good. But it's that was literally like three years ago. It's because they finally gave up their wine and crybaby Bryce Harper. And you got the Rays and the Angels kicking off at 6.07 p.m. Central. Rays are 18 and 13. Are you kidding me? The Rays? They have a Bay teams right now. All over the place. But football, baseball, and hockey. God, they dominate all three of them sports. The Angels are, take this, the Angels are 21 and 11. If that doesn't spell wow, I don't know what does. The Angels are a team that rarely ever does like that, does that good. So give it up for the Angels. I mean, a little over 30 games into the season and they're already kicking ass. I did not expect that. You got the Athletics. You got the A's and the uh, and the Tigers kicking off at 6.10 p.m. So, them poor Tigers, 9-21. and 21. I'm sorry, Baez. You should have stayed with the Cubs, man. You should have never took a five-year deal with a team that's rarely ever going to make the postseason. And the A's are 12-19. and 19. See, they're, they're at least doing better than the Tigers. <laughs> But they're not still they're still not that good. The Red Sox and the Braves. So the Red Sox are far under. They're eleven and nineteen. It's like, but Boston's got a stacked team. But they gave up Mookie Betts. I don't know. They I don't know. They these teams. There's like I, I've heard that there's like no loyalty with players and teams anymore. They just keep wanting to move around, move around. Teams want to keep trading all these players. And it's like. Have yourself a, a good set team for like five, six, seven, eight years. I don't care. Just stop trading. <laughs> they start at 620. So in case anyone's uh, looking to pay attention to the Red Sox and the Braves, 620 p.m. Central. Astros and Twins, 640. Orioles and Cardinals, 645. Cardinals are 16 and 13. I half expected that. Orioles are 13 and 17. They're not completely horrible, but <laughs> and the and the Royals and the Rangers kick off at 7:05. So hopefully you guys get a chance to enjoy those games. Um like I said, if you are a baseball fan, much love to you. Baseball is the best sport on this planet. The the love and the compassion, you know, fans all alike. Just just know that a lot of teams are not doing that great. 
I'm not the only team. I get it. The Cubs are probably the Cubs have odds to go to the postseason, but they don't have the best odds. But anyway, thank you guys for letting me rant about my frustrations with the Cubs. Hopefully you get a chance to have a more positive episode coming tomorrow. Um, I will not. Well, actually, you know what? I will be available for like the early parts of the day on Friday, but my fiance is graduating college on Friday. So I'm going to see if I can pop out an episode Friday, but for sure I'm popping out an episode tomorrow uh, for tonight's game. So I think that's what we're going to start doing nowadays is this podcast for the baseball season. I will create an episode every day that the Cubs play. How about that? Every day the Cubs play. And we get a chance to talk about the game, talk about the high points, the low points, what we need to work on, what we'd like to see uh, more of. I mean, I would love to see more of Ian Happ sitting there crushing, just grinding out at bats, crushing the ball. I mean, yeah, the man only has two homers for the season, but the man is, I think, at over 300 average. Like, I'm impressed. Anyway, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Make sure to go find me on Spotify. Go find me on Apple Podcasts. Come find me on Anchor. And uh, remember, Spotify, we might change up the name. We might change it up. I don't know yet. Anyway, much love to you guys. Have a wonderful day. Enjoy it. And remember to stay tuned every day for a new episode. Bye-bye.